What's up, everyone? Welcome to Telesnark, the podcast. You are listening to SFC Radio, the sound of Brooklyn Heights. On this show, I will be delivering commentary on the silly little box you might know as TV. One thing y'all should know about me is that I'm a straight shooter and will tear anything down to get my point across. Okay, so today, we will be talking about this about the network known as Disney Channel. <laughs> oh, you're gonna have a fun one today. Oh. So let's start with... Let's start with... Hmm. Let's see, where to begin? <laughs> let's start with... High School Musical! <laughs> One of the one of it's so cheesy that it could end up on pizza. Hard to believe it's sixteen years old. Happy Sweet Sixteen High School Musical. You suck. <laughs> sure, there might be people out there who love it, but I personally think it is hilarious. The two thousand six Zac Efron and Vanessa Hudgens movie created so much of a stir when it premiered in 2006. It was basically Glee before Glee. Glee isn't really that good either. At least not to me. It centers around a two people, one of whom is a total wet is a total wet blanket of a Scholastic genius, and the other is a basketball playing jock. Hmm. Where have we seen that before? Oh yes, Romeo and Juliet. Although not exactly like that. It is basically one musical number after the next. Hmm. Let. And and going straight from High School Musical, we have. Hannah Montana! Oh my god. <laughs> that one is hilarious. Hannah Montana cent- stars Miley Cyrus as Miley Stewart, who lives a double life as Hannah Montana, which she be- basically becomes by putting a blonde wig on. I mean, come on, even Superman has a better disguise. Even Wonder Woman has better disguise. Just take the glasses off, and then you look totally different. I know, I have a similar thing. People don't recognize me when I take my glasses off, but when I put them on, my whole identity is formed. Hannah Montana... Hannah Montana is one of the shows that caused Disney to gain this reputation as this star-making machine and basically exploited their young talent when they were still in school and could, couldn't work the long hours. I mean, even Miley's 16th birthday at Disney World was like, everyone can come! Basically, capitalism 101. Man. On a lighter note, we have Liv and Maddie, a show starring 
the incomparable Dove Cameron as twin sisters Liv and Maddie. She plays both roles perfectly, as she does in everything she's ever done. Hmm. Let's... Let's see. Okay. Next up, we have Casey Undercover. Starring Zendaya as an undercover agent named Casey. It is basically a uh, very fan... It's basically a... It's super sophisticated for a Disney Channel show. Hmm. And next up, we have Zendaya's other show, Shake It Up. Which, which shows Zendaya and Bella Thorne. I mean, come on, with a name like Bella Thorne, you can't go wrong with that, right? Well, they have, it, it centers around Zendaya and Bella Thorne as two girls who, who want to be on, who want to be on the, who want to be world-class dancers. And they have to, they have to face off against the Hessian Hefferders. Basically, Sharpay and Ryan from High School Musical with... Eastern European accents from some unknown country. Probably Germany. Although we can never be quite sure. You are listening to SFC Radio. The sound of Brooklyn Heights. Okay. Next up we have The Sweet Life. The long-running Sweet Life series stars Dylan and Cole Sprouse. I mean, come on. Sprouse or Brussels sprouts? Really? <laughs> like, like, the first series centers around them and their friend London Tipton. Who, yay me! <laughs> lives, owns, whose, whose daddy owns the hotel. And Zach and Cody happen to live in it, while their mom is the is is the lounge singer. To be honest, I think every person of a certain age wanted to be Zach and Cody and live in a hotel, rather than just stay at one for a certain period of time. Hmm. Zach and Cody were upstaged by the Paris Hilton ripoff, London Tipton, played by Brenda Song. Who is also known to Disney Channel viewers as Wendy Wu, Homecoming Warrior. My 2006 was really a big year for Disney Channel. Next, the second show, The Sweet Life on Deck, introduced Debbie Ryan, who's basically like every Bachelorette contestant molded into one. I mean, she even has the Southern values and everything. Hmm. And she later went on to star in Jesse, basically Disney Channel's version of Mary Poppins, only without the umbrella. (laughs) 
Next up, we have Phineas and Ferb. One of the few animated shows in their in their original series lineup. It was basically the longest summer vacation ever. I mean, come on, wouldn't we all love to have a, an un, basically endless summer vacation? Of course we would. It is every episode centers around them and and their sister Kansas, who always ends up having to to show their mom, having to try to show their mom what Phineas and Ferb have been doing every day, which is usually which is always these outrageous things that wouldn't have been done in practicality. Okay. Alright, now that that's passed. And so, Candace, Phineas's sister, always has to, always ends up looking crazy when she, when she drags her mom to the site of where the thing happens. And it's always gone by the time she gets there. And the B-plot centers around their pet platypus, Perry. Who goes by H&P. Hmm. Of course, they could very well get rid of the B-plot and just stick with the Phineas plot. So, so, so Perry's goal is to, is to stand up against evil Dr. Doofenshmirtz. Who's basically every... Who's basically, like, dumber than Dr. Evil from Austin Powers. Really. I'm not kidding. <laughs> These shows are something else, aren't they? Hmm. Okay. Alright, let... Alright, let's focus on... Uh, let's focus on some movies, shall we? Well, my favorite Disney Channel franchise is Halloween Town, which centers around a young witch named Marnie and her grandmother. The first movie opens on Marnie's 13th birthday, and she overhears her mom and grandma talking about how something evil was happening in Halloween Town, and how if Marnie didn't start training while she was still 13, that her powers would be lost forever. I would say the first two movies are where it's at. The third one was already starting to, s to change direction. But by the fourth one, they ended up having to recast Marnie entirely, getting someone who looks nothing like the original actress, which was a real big mistake. The second, like the second film, Halloween Town 2, Calabar's Revenge centers around Marnie being stuck in Halloween Town which if you don't know already by the name of it is a town where basically every day is Halloween with a bunch of, a group of colorful characters like Benny the cab driver 
who's basically a animatronic skeleton, and it looks like it. He cracks jokes. But I guess his bones can't be cracked anyway. <laughs> now back to Calabar's Revenge. It is darker in tone than the first one. And... And it feels like... Like the stakes are even higher than the first one. It is, it is truly a great franchise, compared to the High School Musicals of the world. Okay. Let's switch it up and talk about Descendants. As you can tell by the title, it is about the descendants of the Disney villains. It centers around... Mainly, Maleficent's daughter, Mal, played by Dove Cameron. A very spunky teenage girl who dresses all in purple, like her mom's signature look. Maleficent is played by Kristen Chenoweth, with her high voice and, the, and her high and shrill speaking voice. Which has become her trademark, and it's, it's quite endearing. Hmm. Okay. Let's switch it up and talk about Raven. Hmm, Raven. That's a fun one. Who? who the Raven is such a vibrant personality. And everything that happens around her is, well, Raven. Basically, her whole life is so Raven, as is known by the title of her original show. That's so Raven. I mean, like, Ra Edgar Allan Poe would have loved Raven. Although he probably couldn't stand her screaming. So Raven Simone plays a psychic teenage girl named Raven Baxter. What is it with Disney Channel p characters being named similarly as the actors who play them? Do they really think people won't know the difference between the characters and the real life persona? I'm all like, for, for crying out loud, even Zack and Cody were originally going to be named Dylan and Cole. Don't get me started on Hannah Montana. Oh wait, we've already done that. Hmm. <laughs> I mean, so so Raven is like this fashion-forward young woman, and her style tends to get her in trouble, as well as her personality. Like, she is a, uh, she's, her life is colorful and very entertaining. Hmm. 
Raven, came back to TV after several years away with Raven. Raven's home! I mean, come on, did she ever really leave home? Really? I will say uh, that these Disney Channel shows, they, don't, they didn't really grow Raven up. She's basically still her teenage self, but in an older body. Now, and this time, instead of her, her son is the main character. And he has visions, too. Now, now a Disney property that 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 could have been great upon it being rebooted before Disney Plus put the kibosh on it is Lizzie McGuire. I mean Lizzie McGuire. That this is what dreams are made of. That Lizzie McGuire, Hillary Duff, currently to be seen on TV in How I Met Your Father. It centers around a young girl named Lizzie McGuire who has this animated alter ego. And... Hmm. And a loving family and... I honestly think the movie is more well known than the show. Hillary Duff had a big hit with her song, Hey Now, Hey Now, This Is What Dreams Are Made Of. <laughs> and like, Disney tried to reboot it, and they even like put it in the, the trailer for Disney Plus, just to get people to subscribe to it. Now, they made a really big mistake trying to put it under the ceiling of a PG rating. Because Lizzie was supposed to be a grown-up millennial. And rather than them showing what an authentic 30-year-old, they wanted to basically have it, her do all the Pratt gags of the original show. Well, iCarly did it, did it better. Because it was, it's supposed to be for the people who grew up with the original, not basically like recreating the original for a young audience. I mean, like, Disney, take notes. You're too old-fashioned and antiquated. For crying out loud, get a grip. Jeez. Okay. Now for something that doesn't make my... Now let's talk about Austin and Allie. Probably one of the most musical shows on Disney's roster. Starring Ross Lynch and Laura Morano. One of whom is much taller than the other. Guess which? Hmm. It centers around a dreamy blonde guy named Austin Moon. I mean, come on. I've thought about changing my middle name to Moon, too. And, this, and, and his best friend, Allie Dawson. Who is this quiet introvert of a girl at the beginning. 
And... All those the songs are such earworms I that I couldn't get that in my head for weeks at a time. Hmm. <laughs> okay. Now on to... Uh, now on to... Uh, Okay, there's just so much in Disney's roster that I don't, that I couldn't, that I don't know which. Oh, oh yeah, Phil of the Future. Wow, what a throwback, right? It centers around a, an, a kid from the future. Basically, named Phil and his friend, and his best female friend, doing all these crazy adventures, and there's this caveman named Curtis. And now, onto the, onto a uh, really fun one, Wizards of Waverly Place, which, as you know, takes place in Waverly Place in New York City. Even though it's so obviously done on a soundstage in L.A. Wow. How original. A series in New York, set in New York City is filmed in L.A. <laughs> it stars Selena Gomez as the ultimate wizard, Alex Russo. And it centers around her family, which includes brother Justin... Who is like the heartthrob of the family and younger brother Max? Who is sort of the dweeb of the group? <laughs> now, and well, their parents are so highly strung. Like the, like their dad is a wizard and their mom is a is a hu is a human, so in a sense they're like half wizard half human. Yes, Sabrina, we see you. Okay, good. This was the beginning of Selena Gomez's rise to stardom, and ultimately, uh, it's what led to her ends her. Former bestie, Demi Lovato. Rising to rising to be like the first ladies of Disney Channel. For a little while. That's what quickly ended. When Demi's Disney Channel show, Sunny with a Chance. Ended after two years. Demi is... Demi's time on Disney Channel was trouble, to say the least. They had a... Uh, they had a breakdown, and... I put that blame more on Disney than on Demi. They were only trying to... They were only trying to, like, survive as best as they could. 
And all this stuff happens pre-2010. Wow. 2010. It sort of felt like the 2006 Disney Channel kept going for years and years. Even when Liv and Maddie ended, it still felt like the like the 2006 Disney. Now, let's talk about Disney and their star-making machine. So many people have risen through Disney Channel, like Britney Spears, Justin Timberlake, Christina Aguilera, Ryan Gosling. All of whom run the all-new Mickey Mouse Club in the mid-90s. Now, put put the... Now, put what... Now, put the... But you know about these people now to the side, but back then they were like they were like child stars to be reckoned with. Although fame is can be the ultimate destroyer. It's honestly quite sad. Basically, by putting these minors like through through all this work grind. When they're still in school. I mean like. I'd probably crack up. It wouldn't be. It wouldn't. I don't know if I'd be able to survive it. Okay. Now let's see. What did I miss? Oh yes. We missed. Perhaps the ultimate Disney movie. Hmm. <laughs> so, Disney Channel. has a huge lineup of movies, which are called DCOMs, or Disney Channel Original Movies. So probably the... uh, Hmm. (laughs) So let's talk... So now we'll talk about Disney's decay from how it started to what it is now. So Disney Channel started as basically what it basically like all the Disney all the Mickey Mouse stuff and Goofy and Minnie and Donald Duck but over time sort of starting at the turn of the 20s or the starting in like the early aughts or for those who don't know the early 2000s it started to take a shift and all and like they started like Dissipating with all the Mickey and Donald stuff. And shifting towards a more live action. Quote unquote hip demo. Because they thought it would be it would be good for them market wise. Capitalism at it again. Yeah, it, it was like... Things really just like, 
Like if it's gonna be Disney Channel, keep it Disney. Like show like show Snow White and and movies like Fantasia. Don't go with Hannah Montana. Now I know Hannah has her fans. To be honest, when I think of the name Hannah, Hannah Brown, the former Bachelorette, is the first name that comes to my head. Nothing. Nothing can nothing can match Disney with the characters that people know and love. Unless it just turned into a money-making machine and led to the ruination of so many people. Mainly their child stars. Like, I mean, to be honest, when I was nine, all, like, Miley Cyrus, who was like 14 at the beginning of Hannah Montana, began, like, she already looked like college age to me. Wow. Which is why I was shocked when I got older to realize just how young she actually was. It was quite something. Okay. That's all for me today. You are listening to SFC Radio, the sound of, Bro- of Brooklyn Heights. Telesnark has been brought to you by... By SFC Radio. Our sponsors are... Well, we're unsponsored, I guess. The sponsor is basically my big mouth. I'll see you next time.